Welcome to Newsline Live podcast. I'm Neha. The remission policy in the rape case of Bilkis Banu has shaken us all. More than two decades after Bilkis Banu was raped, the Gujarat government remitted the life sentence of a rapist this August. They were sentenced by a Mumbai court in 2008. Can the rapists be freed in such a manner? given the home ministry's guidelines that convicts in rape cases shouldn't be pardoned in this episode i'll be in discussion with senior supreme court lawyer kv dhananjay about the bilkis banu case welcome mr dhananjay thank you good afternoon uh, afternoon sir uh, what does the law say about the remission in cases involving rapists and you know what is the 1992 remission policy well uh, when we have a law the law is either contained in the constitution of india and uh, the constitution of india grants wide powers to the governor of the states and then to the president at the center to remit uh, you know uh, the sentences right. but um, we also have the criminal procedure code of 1973 which which, which in fact specifies how the powers uh, similar powers should be exercised by the state governments and by the government in cases where the executive power is with those governments so um, in this context uh, the way to look at uh, any remission policy is uh, whether the state government is the one that is uh, you know doing the remission or if it is the uh, governor in this case it apparently is that this gujarat government state government is the one that's uh, performing the remission so um, in that event uh, it will have to comply with the requirement of the law that is the, uh, the criminal procedure code of 1973 has very clear requir- requirements set down for such exercises so all of those requirements will have to be fulfilled now one of which is that the person who wants the remission should have made an application or a petition mm-hmm. he should have been in jail and uh, in cases where a person is in fact undergoing life imprisonment or you know for an offense which uh, could have been awarded with the death penalty in this case you have all of these uh, individuals uh, you know who are uh, who were convicted on a conspiracy and actual commission of murder so murder carries the punishment of death under our indian penal code so in a case like this uh, there are certain guidelines uh, and certain uh, safeguards that are prescribed now the central government by the way is not the one that's performing the remission right however however we have a provision called uh, section 435 of the criminal procedure code of 1973 which in fact limits the power of the state government to remit in certain cases now this uh, you know bilkis banu we are discussing here about the bilkis banu case uh, yeah. so therefore uh, it's it's important to take out the facts and circumstances of that case so in the bilkis banu case there will be special considerations that apply okay but if the case was concluded in maharashtra why was the remission request heard in gujarat well that's uh, i think uh, it's, it's it's a good point of argument but it's uh, possible that uh, the gujarat state government could say that uh, the crime in this in this case was committed on gujarat soil and the trial too should have taken place on gujarat soil but for uh, the kind of uh, Uh, manipulation by several police officers who by the way were also part of the were also tried along with the murder of I mean, persons convicted of murder and the supreme court intervened and the supreme court uh, exercised its uh, special powers uh, and transferred the case from a trial court in gujarat to a trial court in maharashtra mm-hmm. so um, 
it uh, might be all right if, uh, as a matter of principle, in such cases, uh, the court where the trial court is situated, uh, sorry, the state where the trial court is situated is not the one exercising the power of remission, but the state on whose soil the crime came to be committed. So that uh, must be fine. Though it is, uh, you know, there is legal merit in the debate that uh, in cases like this, uh, the uh, the Gujarat state government uh, ought to have, uh, in fact, uh, taken note of the possibility of uh, that another state might have objected and said, look, it is a court in our jurisdiction that went ahead and, uh, you know, uh, tried the matter. So we must have a say. Uh, it's, 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 uh, uh, there is legal merit in that contention, but uh, I think it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's all right if uh, state government okay. were to decide in such cases. I'm not saying that the Bilkis Bano case is all right. It's not. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's extremely disturbing. Absolutely. The remission, the remi the remission in Bilkis Bano case. Because right. I, I, uh, the sooner I say that, it's better. Because uh, I don't want people to just uh, get to know a few things about the law and then leave it there. Right. We're dealing with an extremely disturbing scenario right now. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know, talking about the remission policies, they also appear to be contradictory. The Union Home Ministry says one thing, while the Supreme Court opines another. Why is that? Well, there's, uh, you know, there are so many cases that uh, come under the remission policy. And uh, I can give you an instance where the Karnataka government uh, came out with a policy by which they decided to release uh, a, a large number of people en masse. Mm -hmm. So that was uh, stopped by the high court. High court said, look, uh, read the law carefully. It does not have a policy by which you can simply release uh, all the people at one go. It will have to be on an individual and case-by-case -case basis. Right. And uh, there have been similar instances also wherein the Supreme Court has intervened and the Supreme Court has said that if you read Section 432 of the Criminal Procedure Code, what it asks is, after a petition is filed by a person who seeks remission, then the state government will have to ask for the opinion of the judge who had tried and convicted the petitioner. So in this case, uh, obviously, the Gujarat government is expected to have asked the trial court, which went on and uh, convicted the people in question. So the trial court in Maharashtra, the opinion of the judge concerned, assuming the judge continues to serve in that court, or if obviously transfers happen all the time. Mm -hmm. So whoever else was... Uh, uh, the competent court so the opinion of the judge ought to have been sought and then the judge would go through the record and based on the record the judge would provide uh, his um, you know opinion and, and uh, his or her opinion must be backed by reason so uh, this is an exercise we uh, are not hearing much about in the media so uh, as a lawyer I am very keen to know what really was the opinion forwarded by the trial court in Maharashtra to the Gujarat government or uh, if the Gujarat government did not even bother to, in fact, engage in an exercise like that. So it's important uh, for people to know that the judges who, um, you know, perform the public duty of, uh, um, you know, trying cases and convicting up the person eventually for guilt, He's given a say in matters like this. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's important to know what the court has said. And uh, in this particular case, the judge uh, has to, uh, uh, you know, uh, I'm, I'm keen to see what opinion that was. Right. Mr. Dhananjay, in heinous cases like these, should remission be given to such convicts, particularly when, you know, they can threaten the victim again? 
no, we, you know, every remission is uh, dealt with on a case-by-case basis. And uh, the Bilkis Bano case is certainly not a good, um, you know, matter for remission because if uh, I just want to, in fact, um, uh, you know, look at it from not just the law, but also from a social perspective and societal good. If uh, these people uh, deserve remission, uh, you must then tell me who in Gujarat prisons does not deserve remission. Right. Uh, the facts, obviously, you're going to recount the facts to your audience and the facts that we can gather from the judgments so far is like, it's, it's so horrifying. Um, so the question you did ask is, should there be remission in cases like this? Well, uh, because remission is always dealt with on a case-by-case basis, it will never be possible to say that there will be cases where remission should never be granted. So what the central government did do is to come out with a guideline that said, please do not consider remission in cases of uh, uh, rape. Uh, now, that is a guideline which, uh, in fact, the right. central government would have, would have uh, stressed on if there was a prayer consultation with it. Now, uh, the central the central government doesn't seem to be saying anything at all on this matter. It is important for it to come out and speak and say if it was consulted and if it was consulted, they did bring it uh, bring to the notice of the Gujarat state government the fact that the center would be against uh, such a release. So, uh, you know, it is not remission per se that we have to really take fault with. It is the exercise of remission in cases like this that we have to really be uh, concerned about. Right. Mr. Dhananjay, are there any legal options available for Bilkis Bano? Very much. Uh, yeah, she certainly, but what we understand is uh, uh, she uh, must have been fighting to get a slum allotment, uh, slum uh, tenement allotment done. So these are people uh, coming from very poor backgrounds. And uh, while uh, on paper they certainly do have a remedy, they would not be able to do it unless and until they, in fact, lawyers volunteer and help out these um, individuals. Uh, I don't think the, these people have really the legal resources to fight it out. Uh, notwithstanding that, uh, they could all, I mean, notwithstanding, some, someone might say that, okay, look, the victim is before the media is giving out statements. Right. So why can't the victim go to the courts and then question this? Obviously, uh, a lot of resources would uh, be involved in an exercise of that nature. So um, uh, in on paper and in theory and uh, technically, she's got every right to question it. But uh, the question always is, does she possess the resources? Right. Lastly, I'd like to ask you, uh, Mr. Dhananjay, what does the outcome of this case mean for other similar cases? This is just so disturbing. This is going to distort the whole, uh, you know, law of remissions in this country if courts uh, uh, eventually deal with it and then approve the decision of the Gujarat government. So I am fairly confident that this is not going to last. Uh, whatever we can look at, uh, whatever is the jurisprudence of this uh, land is such that this is not going to stand the test of law. So it's just a matter of time before it is reversed. I'm that confident because this will, in fact, put uh, remission policies across the country into doubt and disarray yeah. and, and it's going to distort it. Right. So this will be a short-lived one, and I want to make that very clear to your viewers. This will be a very short-lived one. Right, we hope so, we hope so. Thank you, uh, Mr. Dhananjay, for sharing your insights. As uh, Mr. Dhananjay said, we must wait and watch to see what shape the case takes from here on. Thank you for joining us.